0: Broke up. I'm a
1: vampire,
0: kill me, kill me. I was a little drunk, plus I was horny. Am I getting through to you? Alpha? <laughs> number one vampire's kiss and vampire related podcasts on the internet in the world when we expand into the stars in the universe welcome to (laughs) vampire's piss i am matt and i'm here with my lovely co-host the very sleepy cassidy easton
1: good morning good morning everybody
0: good morning
1: (laughs) matt you're coming at me with such energy today and i love it oh yeah you got, got a million ideas
0: i do i like i've come to terms with my add you know i uh i was tweeting about it but like and you should follow me at sexy devil uh a bunch of x's and underscores just follow game real pot on twitter but uh i was thinking <laughs> about how like i've I've known this about myself for a long time, that I'm a very frazzled person, very impulsive, I can't focus very well, but every time I've talked to, like, a fucking doctor about it, they're just like, just write shit down, and you're like, oh, you're not, Mm -hmm. you don't have that shit, and it's like, it's just gotten to a point now where it's like, okay, like, I can't deny it anymore, and I am writing shit down, and it helps, but, like, it would have been very helpful if, like, someone was like, you write shit down, but also I do think you have it, and I'm not gonna invalidate your uh, feelings about your own psychosis, Anyway, it's not mm-hmm. about that. It's about vampires, though I do think Peter has ADD, but...
1: Do you, oh, really?
0: Yes, I do. I think... I've I... Some, yeah. yeah. No, go ahead. I just... um, I've been having some dark realizations about myself, you know? Mm. And, like... Not about the, uh... the mega-maniacal mal- uh, boss stuff, and the sexual assault in the workplace stuff, yeah. but... I feel like I'm turning into Peter a little bit.
1: Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's... That's, um... It's concerning. That's not good. <laughs> well, it's
0: just that... Well, maybe not Peter specifically, but, like, certain yeah. things about my my experiences, I feel like I'm relating to Peter a little bit. Like, I've been getting more manic. I've been wondering, uh, like, what's been happening to me, you know? And just...
1: You haven't been throwing shit around in your your, your room, have you? It seems... Slightly disheveled.
0: I, I, about that. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm not up to that point yet, but it's okay. very messy. And, like, I have, like, I don't know, I've been very, like, angry lately. And, like, I've been, uh-huh. very, like, really moody. And.
1: I swear, if I see pigeon feathers anywhere in there, I'm calling someone.
0: Well, I did kill a, a mouse uh, the other day. Oh, yeah. I didn't eat it, but uh, it mm-hmm. did make me feel good, but I. And you know I've been thinking about being a vegan for a long time and I think I'll it's like if I do that I'll have to ease myself into it but I can't lie to you like when I was when I was trapping the mouse and I saw it like I can't I might have been a little turned on, I don't know. <laughs> I might have been a little turned on and like there's that but also like I was kind of hungry, you know? Like
1: Uh-huh. Like I'm I don't know. The, these are these are troubling thoughts, Matthew. I think you may. Have you told your therapist about these things? You know, <laughs> has I she have... shown any special interest in it?
0: Uh well, I've I've explained it to her, but I feel like she just kind of gets confused. And like, if I'm being mm. honest, I think her whole profession is bogus. Like, I don't think that she could really. Help I see. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like I just need to need to focus on me, and I need to you know think about the next step in my life, and. I, do you know what that is?
1: Uh, What is that? Tell me.
0: I think it's love, you know? I think I, I gotta find, like, mm. I gotta find my other half, you know? And she told me about this other girl that, like, she always sees before me, but it didn't really work out with that girl. I'll be honest.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I, was gonna, I was gonna ask, is she here right now?
0: Is she here right now? Is she in the room with us right now? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, But yeah, I don't know, like, I think, I mean, we could talk about it more later, but like, I feel like there's been like some weird life changes that I've been, Mm -hmm. I've been relating to Peter about and like, I mean, obviously I'm not gonna like, kill anyone or do all the psycho shit he did, but I'd be lying if I didn't say that certain experiences in my life have been shockingly relevant to the movie,
1: Mm -hmm. you know? We're gonna check back in on this, and yeah, I um, yeah, we're, put a pin in that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have someone check in on you. To uh, keep I mean, this up.
0: I mean, uh, if, not a therapist because their professions are bogus. I'm telling you.
1: Yeah, them. yeah. <laughs> um, this is this is gonna be an energetic podcast, despite the hour. At least oh, yeah. over here, I think it's gonna um, be an
0: energetic podcast. For, like from now on. Mm-hmm. I think I've just
1: like. Agreed, you've tapped into some real creative stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's rubbing off on me. That's but good. This that's, this. That's the point. This uh, uh, it wasn't last night. It was the night before last that I watched the movie. Yeah. Um, I had I did a special watch, and I didn't consult you, mm. um, but you need to do this. Okay. Was it reverse you watch? You need to do this. I think it's going to. It's not the reverse watch. Okay. No. I think it's going to fuel you so creatively. Mm. You need to watch American Psycho at the same, same time. time as you yeah, watch. Dude. As you watch Vampire's Kiss. Awesome. I did it. It worked? I did it? It worked, didn't it? It fucking. Dude, uh, maybe it's just. <laughs> I don't know if it's. These two movies are like The same, this. yes, they're they like, are. They're like synchronized. Yeah. They're like intertwined. The stories of Patrick Bateman and the story of um, uh, Peter Lowe mm-hmm. are like, they're not like exactly the same, but they complement each other. That's true. And, There's a lot of themes and,
0: going on. I mean, they're very similar people. They like definitely went to college together. We're going to talk about that. In dude, a future episode. I was
1: thinking about that the entire time. yeah You saying this stuff like you're you're like um like headcanon fan fiction stuff right. like it was ringing true to me. Absolutely. I believe it with my whole heart now. Well, watching it, it's like watching it, it with that in mind, it like and just imagining these two movies are happening at the same time. Yeah. But just in different parts of New York City. Right. It, they could be,
0: like, buildings across the street from each other, honestly.
1: They could be. I mean, they're not, because, like, Patrick oh, yeah. Bateman's whole shit is, like, much nicer than That's... whatever Peter has going on. That's true. But... I
0: mean, New York is, like, full of, like, income disparity, where it's, like, you have, like, yeah. the big office, and then you have, like, the... True, fucking... true. They might be in, like, literally the same building. It's just that Patrick is, like, higher up than Peter
1: is. He's, yeah, he's on, like, but, the 16th floor. And... But,
0: but on that note, I did plan on writing a Patrick Peter fanfiction. But i mm-hmm. albeit, You know when, like, you, like, look up an idea you had and, like, someone already did it? Like, it's kind of disappointing, but...
1: <sighs> Wait, don't tell me.
0: What's the... Well, it's it's a little interesting. What's the name of the author of American Psycho?
1: Brett Easton Ellis.
0: Brett Easton Ellis. So I've been doing some research on Brett Easton Ellis, and he was actually uh-huh. a big fan of vampires. Kiss. Okay. Yeah. And before he even finished the, you know, the first draft of it, I found this really <laughs> old copy, and it's like this speculative, like fan fiction. Of just like them talking to Peter and Patrick talking to each other in college, so I think like, and this is like very secret stuff. Like I might, we might get in trouble uh-huh. for this.
1: He might try okay. to sue us, but FBI, think, stop FB... listening.
0: Yeah, but I, I've been really paranoid about those guys. I'm not gonna lie, but um, uh-huh. <laughs> I think maybe not next episode, but one of the future episodes. Like I want to bring it to you, and like, but I don't want. Mm-hmm. i don't want you to read it beforehand because it's like just like me reading it with like fresh eyes like it was really like like i it wish i read eye-opening. it it was i I, ris- I wish i read it to you like as i first saw it but i want like us to have fresh reactions to it so do you want yes. to be peter or do you want to be patrick uh
1: i i'll be i'll what, be peter who you, okay who do you like more i like patrick more <laughs> I, I really like Peter, but I know him already. Right. Um, But I think Patrick is a more charismatic individual. Yeah. Despite the fact that he is totally empty inside and feels nothing.
0: Absolutely. I mean, because Patrick is essentially a successful Peter. Like, Peter mm-hmm. is similarly trying to manipulate people and stuff, but he's just yeah. like... He's just a little too uh, frazzled and ADD to, like, Mm -hmm. properly pick up on the social cues to fully do it without his vampire glamour, you know?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: But, uh, okay. I'm just asking who you want to do, because, like, I'd like us to do the voices, because they have very distinct voices, the two of them. And it's, like, I think, like, whoever can do which better, like, would be fine.
1: Oh, sure. You know what? You do a, f- you do a pretty good Peter Lowe. I yeah. feel like... I can like... work on
0: Patrick, too, though. I think, like... I don't think either of them are that hard. Like, they have, like, very They're distinct not. tics. I know? think
1: Patrick is easier. Yeah. Um,
0: But, like, also, like... I think either of us could do Peter, like, really good, because we've...
1: Yes, we know We're,
0: We've been in the trenches with him. We've been... We know his song and dance, you know? We know that he's from philly
1: philadelphia
0: phila Manhattan,
1: yeah or whatever with a with a dash of wanting to be british
0: yeah yeah i mean i think i mean like patrick is like literally pra- played by a british person so
1: he's played by that... a welsh person what yeah christian Bell's welsh
0: oh that's way better okay never mind.
1: <laughs> i know right all right yeah, yeah. um what do you think yeah, Peter well, thinks about
0: English people? Like, he wants to be them, right? He wants to be
1: them so bad. Oh my god, it's that's embarrassing. Like,
0: it is, because that's, like, I think, as an American, like, and I'm not, like, very nationalist or anything, like, I'm mm. not a patriot in any way, except when I'm talking about the English, because I think, like, there's nothing, like, <laughs> less, like, American and more smarmy than, like, wanting to, an American wanting to be an English person. And, like, it's I'm speaking embarrassing. as, yeah, it is, and I'm speaking as someone who, like, had a big Doctor Who phase in, like, high school, but... <laughs> but you know he's like he's different you know he's built different he's like not the average like english person he's like the wacky fun kind he's like not living within the constraints of like simping for the queen you know he's a bit of an
1: anarchist christian bale doctor who <laughs> oh doctor who <laughs> <laughs> what's the difference So true. do you think he should I think play a doctor one time
0: he could honestly he's very talented yeah. and like he the doctor has some darkness in him you know
1: there, wasn't there a doctor who was Scottish? He and he yeah, was known two. for actively, um, actively like tweeting and posting about hating the Queen. Is and that the like, uh Is that P- Peter Capaldi? Peter Capaldi, that's the one. He was okay. like the bald one.
0: Bald one. He wasn't.
1: Or not bald, but he, he had like a, short, a shorter like. Yeah, hair. he yeah. had like a buzz cut, right?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think that David Tennant was the first Scottish doctor, but like Peter Capaldi was the David first Tenet's one too. Scottish? Yeah, he's Scottish, but he has to do English accents for like it's fucked up because like under I mean, sorry to bring it back to this, but under capitalism, <laughs> under the uh-huh. uh, the power structures that be, like it is less marketable to be Scottish than it is to be English. So a lot of Scottish actors who are very talented have to suppress their accents and stuff to play it's Doctor up. Who. And then, but it, times are changing because, you know, Peter Capaldi didn't have to change his accent and that's kind of fucked up to David Tennant, mm-hmm. who had to fake it the whole time, but he did a good job. So whatever. But let's get back on topic.
1: Yes. Let's get back to Vampire's Kiss and... Yeah.
0: But Peter definitely would be a Doctor Who fan, like old school Doctor Who.
1: Oh, sure. It's like kind of I... sad
0: that he didn't live to 2005 to see the revival because I think he would really liked that.
1: <laughs> that's true. And Patrick Bateman definitely did, and Patrick Bateman definitely didn't care. That's no. I, I wrote a lot in my fucking notes, dude. I wrote four yeah. pages of notes. Whoa. Okay. Because yeah, because right. that's how powerful the vampires kiss and American Psycho combination is. Yeah. Maybe it's just because American Psycho is a really good movie, and I. You, I was wait, grateful to be watching something else as well.
0: Wait, are you applying that Vampire's Kiss is not as good, if not better, than American Psycho? Uh
1: no comment. <laughs> really? Okay, I'll let
0: it pass, but like yeah. I like I'm inclined to like argue with you and just make this episode only about that right now.
1: True. We can do uh, that I, debate I, later. I, Sorry. I'm well, like a little yeah. I'm a little argumentative well, now, but we'll do that debate after you watch it. Um, okay, because yeah. I, I really really think you should watch it i yeah. think everything that you're going through and thinking about right now yeah. will it will play, just yeah. be you you'll be activated by this watch right.
0: well i mean i know that brett easton ellis didn't uh didn't like direct the american psycho movie
1: but no, that upon- was um,
0: yeah i
1: don't remember her name
0: uh, she was she was really good. We we should remember her name for another the future episode because got to put looking, respect on that lady's name.
1: But, yeah, looking at Letterbox currently. But
0: in my to, to throw it back to the the speculative fan fiction that Brett Easton else uh, wrote that I Mary found. Mary Heron. Mary Heron, thank you, Mary. Shut up! Shut up, Mary Heron! Like, get on the podcast if you if you want. Like, <laughs> Mary Heron, do you know like how similar these movies are? Like, did you watch it? But I do I do know that I don't know that she watched the movie. But upon my research and finding like this old fan fiction, I found that Brett mm-hmm. Eason Ellis definitely did show her that fan fiction specifically. So,
1: so there's some there's some tie-ins. With there's the some movies, tie-ins. Is what you're like saying. I don't,
0: and you know, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Like everything that I've been founding, like <laughs> I've been like I've been the the New York Public Library. You know, like the basements that have like mm-hmm. old like old like sonnets from like Shakespeare and stuff that are preserved. Like. There's a lot more than you think there, and that's where I found it. So you won't be able to find it on the internet. So don't even look it up, all right?
1: It might be on the deep web, but look out.
0: You might, like, uh, fucking Uncle Sam might be knocking on your door if you, like, (laughs) dig too deep on the internet. I had to... Mm -hmm. I'm kind of risking my life right now talking about it now. Like, they don't really want... The Hollywood elites don't really want you to know about these connections. But our podcast, like...
1: I guess yeah. now is a
0: part of breaking that down, but
1: we're we're daring.
0: I mean, I think Castle would be okay because like it'll take a little bit longer for them to get to you, but it's What do you my, mean?
1: I live near them.
0: In Cal but like The Hollywood elites? The Hollywood elites, but the Hollywood elites informants in New York live in New York. You know what I mean? Like bill okay, so like, we're
1: we're both fucked is what you're saying.
0: I'm saying that this may be yeah. my last episode. Like I don't want it to be, but <laughs> yeah. But, you have at least one or two before they like find you. You know what I mean.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll, uh, I'll keep my. I mean, here's the thing. My door, my doors are locked at all times. Right. Um yeah. I'm like ninety percent aware.
0: Yeah, but you gotta uh, you gotta think in the the immortal words of Kurt Cobain. Just because you're paranoid, don't mean they're not after you. You know.
1: Hmm. So true. So true. Very
0: true. Very woke man.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe he, he found knew it. Was it.
0: Maybe he found that shit, you know, like
1: because uh,
0: there was a lot of stuff like working up against him. I'm writing him into this comic that I'm. I'm not going to talk about it now, but
1: yes, uh, big things coming from Matt. Yeah, in the future, a lot of listen to listen to the plugs.
0: Listen to the plugs. Uh, How low can a punk get dropping at some point in the next few years? Mm-hmm. Uh it's the name of the comic, but Peter. Think about P- okay. So like, what was your favorite scene this time? Because
1: like, I have mine, but ooh, know. ooh, ooh. Uh,
0: it's somewhere in here. Hang on. Let yeah. Me... I texted mine to you. Like, I know that's not podcast yes. protocol, but
1: hey, hey, whatever you, whatever you need to take notes, man. Yeah, like, it's true. I have a hard
0: time uh, remembering th- shit. I think
1: the last time I watched Vampires Kiss, I literally took notes in the Letterboxd app and then messaged them to yeah, myself because I didn't right. want to like. Spoil anyone who hasn't listened to the show, which you should be listening to the show, yeah, everyone. It's true. Um, let's see here. Uh, okay. Okay, I think... Hmm, It's hard to say because I was so... I was so amazed by all the moments of synchronicity in this film. Yeah. And then also the moments of asynchronicity mm. that complemented each other as if they were the same movie mm. telling one story. Yeah. Um,
0: we should make this like an art installation. Just like go to the MoMA and just be like, can you play these two like next to each other? And then Yeah. Like we'll have I, legitimately.
1: I think everybody. Okay, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Like, so unironically, and you know, like Peter doesn't appreciate modern art, but... I think, like, what we're talking about and, like, in terms of... And, like, what I... And, like, I'm going to talk about this on my YouTube shit, too. Uh, Yeah. Follow me in the future at MK Stoker. I'm trying to not change my government, but go by something else. Because... Yeah. We've already established that the elites are after me, but... Yes. But I think, like, these connections to stuff like that... Because, like, initially, like, I don't think that people... I think people are a little closed-minded into, like... Uh, entertaining the idea that American Psycho and Vampire's Kiss are very similar and they have very similar mm-hmm. thematic stuff. But they do. Yeah. They do. And there's a lot to be gained from that. And I think that, like, if the MoMA played them next to each other and you watched it all the way through, you would see what we're seeing because there's a lot of interesting yeah. stuff going on.
1: I legitimately, like, this is a legitimate recommendation. Anyone who hasn't seen Vampire's Kiss, first of all, just watch it.
0: Yeah, first.
1: Second of all, once you've done that, watch American Psycho and Vampire's Kiss at the same time. Yeah. It'll be transcendent.
0: Yeah, but like, watch them separately first if you haven't seen them. Yes. first, don't go straight into at the same yeah. time.
1: you'll go, you'll go insane. Yes. You'll, it'll it'll melt your mind.
0: I only recommend that if you do mescaline, because then like you might gain like some extra knowledge from that. But if I assume we're like a pretty low mescaline like audience podcast type dealio
1: <laughs> yeah
0: i hope so i mean like i understand guys i understand like it was high school you know like we were kids back then but i don't know like like you don't need drugs like you're gonna get high just watching these alone you know what i mean high on art
1: yeah um okay i so think what was your favorite my song? uh yes um it's hard to choose because there were i wrote down so many yeah. Moments of like synchronicity or complementary synchronicity, mm-hmm. um, but my favorite moment was the first time. I think it's the either I think it's the first time that Peter trashes the apartment. Yeah, after Jackie um, calls him, or after yes. Jake sends the note. After, after Jackie sends the note, right. um, Because the escalation in this
0: movie is masterful.
1: Yes, that is when peter gets his or that is also when patrick bateman gets his first visit from kimball the uh the the detective mm. who is looking into the disappearance of paul allen whoa yeah and so while that scene is playing out you know patrick bateman is playing it super cool kind of like you know giving good answers to all of kimball's questions they you know in that scene masterfully done they shot that scene like a bunch of times and they had willem defoe give a different performance every time yeah. ones where he totally believed patrick some where he didn't believe patrick mm, That's great some that were just off the wall yeah. and they edited them all together so that you didn't really know how kimball felt about patrick so that scene fucking blew my mind because patrick was sitting there cool as a cucumber trying I mean, you could see he was kind of freaking out. Yeah, he was but sweating. He was like, you know, yeah, he was like giving was like, the answers. He was doing yeah. his best.
0: He was also shoving porn mags into his uh, desk before he came. <laughs> to- yes, yes, he was. <laughs> it's
1: a very funny movie, American Psycho. Absolutely, as um, funny
0: as a uh, vampire gets on. It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, he, you know, he. See, well, while that's going on, then Peter's, you know, trashing his apartment totally flipping out. And it's uh it it just felt like these two scenes were married. They were like melting together and uh it was the 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 trashing of the apartment felt like Patrick's inner inner voice, mm, you know. Yeah. It it felt like that's what he was going through in his mind um as Kimball was there asking him all these questions that like Patrick was struggling to answer, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, they're, like, as unhinged as each other, you know?
1: Like yes, Patrick absolutely. is. Well, I mean,
0: Patrick more because he has murdered more people. But, like, who knows, like, how much more Peter oh. would if he wasn't, like, so suicidal.
1: Yeah. I also came away from this watch to thinking that Patrick Bateman is 100% more vampire than Peter Lowe ever will be. And the saddest yeah. part of it all is Peter Lowe wants to be a vampire so bad, Patrick Bateman couldn't care less
0: no i mean
1: and it's it's so sad
0: i mean his his vampire like patrick's vampirism is just the reality of like how he is you know like he wants Mm -hmm. to they similarly like want to create this like idea of like the alpha male you know yeah but patrick is just so much more calculated than that but like he can't deny like his like animalistic urges of just like being a american psycho Mm-hmm. Despite being Welsh,
1: he also yeah he also straight up just says he wants to fit in. He doesn't he doesn't try yeah. any superficial bullshit like Peter is. He's not being super. I mean, he's being superficial. Yeah, but he's like he literally just says it straight up to his fiance when she's like, "Why don't you just quit that job? You hate that job." And he yeah. just turns to her and he's like, "I want I to fit, fit in. in." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he puts his headphones back on and continues, right. you know, quietly going insane.
0: They're similarly, like... I mean... You don't really see Peter listening to music casually, but I think you could assume that they're both, like... Not audiophiles, but just music fans, you know? Mm -hmm. I think... I mean, I think the (laughs)
1: conversation... Go go on.
0: Okay, I I have have a point going. Because, like, I think that, like... Patrick obviously does like music, and he does listen to it to fit in, but I think he, Mm. like one of the few, like, genuine things about him is, like, his feelings about these music, about this music. Like, mm-hmm. he, like, goes out of his way to just explain his, like, rate your music hot takes that just... He couldn't... He didn't have access to. Yeah. And Peter was a club kid. Like, he, like, knows all the spots with, like, the banging music, you know? like he mm-hmm. And he feels the music when he enters, like, the last time before he kills that girl. So, like, I think they could have met at a club. I think they could have partied together in college. And I I, have these... Yeah. Go ahead.
1: No, no, I just, I was going to say, I believed that with my whole soul watching this watch.
0: Yes, absolutely. Like, Like these two
1: knew each other, and they're very different now, and they're separate, and it's, like, very breakup feeling.
0: Yeah, but they essentially, like, come from, like, a similar background, I think you can assume.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: It's just that, like, they're... I mean, Patrick's, like, more of, like, I don't know if sociopath is, like, I don't... I don't understand his psychology as much as, because I'm not an American psycho. But, like, Peter, like, very obviously has depression and, like, is suicidal Mm. and, like, is anxious and, like... Yeah. I don't know. He has, like, a lot of things about him that I think ground him, like, his psychology. You know what I mean?
1: He's very human. Patrick Bateman is, like, kind of a shark.
0: Right. But I think... I think there are people like Patrick out there. You know what I mean? Which I think is, like, the scary thing about it.
1: I think that's the thesis of Bret Easton Ellis's novel.
0: Yeah, that's the thesis of the stuff that I'm making too, if I'm being honest. But nice. Uh, I uh, they'll be more likable people than P- Patrick Bateman. I than think. Patrick Bateman. <laughs> uh, I mean, like not. I guess, like as entertaining, but like less yeah. uh, completely morally is... reprehensible.
1: Yeah. Sure.
0: I like. It. I'll, it'll, I'll talk about it later. It's not relevant. Here, less but...
1: less comments on Wall Street and more comments on something else.
0: Yeah, it's more about like the music industry and society and capitalism mm. and shit. But yep, I have yep. so I. Whenever we do this, like I'm very frantically describing the quickest thing that I could eat to bring. So like right now, I have these two uh, pastries that I got from Brooklyn Ooh. and
1: are those coffee cakes?
0: Um, this, no, this one's like a, uh, a, this is relevant. I promise. I'm not just like trying uh-huh. to make the audience hungry, but this is like a very <laughs> like banana loaf. And this one is nice. a walnut, uh, coconut, uh, raisin loaf. Oh, damn. Those, and both,
1: those both sound so good.
0: They are. And I, I'm looking at them now and I didn't like it mean this, but I'm looking at them and they really remind me of like Peter and Patrick, Like, they're Uh very similar in shape and texture and, like, radiation, but I think, like, I think the blueberry loaf, like, is, like, a lot more, like, simple on its surface and, like, less complicated in, like, its inner textures and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, you eat it and, like, you don't really think about it that much afterwards, you know what I mean? Like, even though there is, like, a lot of complexities going on as there is any pastry, like... I think you could watch Vampire's Kiss and take Peter and just, like, enjoy it as a romp. But I yes. think, like, with the, the walnut-coconut stuff, there's a lot more complicated textures, like, going into each other and, like... Mm-hmm it was probably more expensive and american psycho absolutely was probably more expensive than vampire's kiss but like even after you eat it i think you think about the idiosyncrasies of this like the combinations of the textures and stuff a little bit more but they are very similar like in Mm -hmm. in color they're both white men in uh (laughs) background they both came from bakeries and are probably nepotism babies, and I think, like...
1: Yes, Patrick definitely is. Yeah,
0: because, like, I think, like, initially, like, we all do love, like, a good banana blueberry loaf, but I think there's, like, a certain artist like, a false artisanal kind of, like, veneer to the coconut walnut one that I think American mm-hmm. Psycho has over Vampire's Kiss, but I really don't see, like, either as, like, inherently, like, higher art than the other one, despite one having a lot more acclaim and flash, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which is why I'm no, gonna debate I think, you as to why America, uh, even if I don't like fully believe it, I'm gonna debate uh-huh. you on why our show, our like our movie that like that we're like gunning for True. is better than American Psycho.
1: I also think that, I I mean I think we've talked about this before, but I I fully believe that um, that bad movies are just as valuable yeah. as good movies. I, I think agree. that I think that. There's not enough trash nowadays. Mm, right. There there is some. Right. But I feel like there was a lot more trash back in the day. Mm-hmm. You you listeners can decide what day that is. Right. There's a lot more trash from back then that was more beloved and more widely known. Yeah. Nowadays it's like I feel like all the trash is like sort of relegated to It's like the Minions you know, movie and shit like that well not even because that's very sanitized and very safe yeah uh, like i'm talking like full moon like i'm talking you go on Come. And yeah look exactly. the horror section
0: wait, wait censor that out and it oh yeah sorry um come on
1: yeah we can't you, you you all know what i'm talking about and i will censor it out yeah m- unless they sponsor us Uh uh-huh. um but we'll you tay. know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um yeah i got yeah. mean yeah but like like Like, that's the thing, right? Right. It's like, nobody... nobody, Everything is so sanitized because of of streaming. Like, people have to go out of their way to find, like, fun trash that's, like, low-budget, really enjoyable, just something kind of brainless and fun. Yeah. But I I think that's very valuable, and I think, like, mm -hmm. it's not... It doesn't really exist. It's all very, like, sanitized and... Polished, right? And I think *Vampires Kiss* is pretty polished. It's not quite like in the realm of like good trash, but I think it's like not like a prestige movie. Sure, but yeah. I still think it's very good. I
0: think it's so. I think like the interesting thing though, there's a, I got a lot to say about what you said, but mm-hmm. and I think yeah. uh, part of the reason why there's like less like low budget trash stuff is because of Steven Spielberg. Sorry, mm. uh, but. But no, I No, you
1: if, know what? You're right.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it all goes back to, like, the Hollywood system, because, mm-hmm. you know, back in, like, the 80s, like, before that, and, like, you listen to, like, Martin Scorsese, and you listen to David Lynch talk about it, and, like, mm-hmm. the way the studio system, like, used to work is that it was kind of a gamble, and then it's, like, they met half, and, like, there was, like, tension between the artist and the business people but there was like a certain like accepted like you listen to Martin Scorsese talk about it and there was like an, a certain accepted uh gamble that you take together where it's like you give me the money I make the thing and you know like we're taking a risk here but nowadays yeah. it's a lot less risky like there's like significantly more franchise films and stuff and like there's a lot less like mid and low budget movies like mostly because of because of like stuff like jaws because of like the the hollywood blockbuster it's kind of like as time has gone on like the the economy of like the film industry has moved into we need to like maximize our profits so we need to put as much money into something that'll be like the next avengers so there's not really yeah that's not there's actually
1: yeah yeah there's no risk
0: there's no risk so it's like why would they make a vampire's kiss even and people also don't appreciate vampires kiss the way they should yeah you know there's a lot of like writing on on american psycho but i Mm -hmm. think vampires kiss like is as like not completely as complicated in its like Mm or depthful in its themes but there's a lot to be like looked at in terms of like film technique and performance but because it's considered low art like that like is not as well researched and that's what i think we're doing in our own like trashy little way but, yeah,
1: we're <laughs> yeah we're doing a real twisted, uh, twisted version of appreciating this film.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, cause like I think what I'm trying to do is like I'm trying to like have an academic lens on things that aren't like really seen like as high art because I think that's like gatekeepy bullshit. Because mm-hmm. I think that and it goes it does go back to Kurt Cobain, funny enough. Yeah, but yeah. I think that we are like the way that like the the entertainment industry like has created persona and created hero worship, I think that it's a lot more marketable to celebrate the tortured artist and things that are, like, dramatic than it is things that are fun. And, like, I don't...
1: Absolutely. I
0: think, like, like a 100%, there's, like, no inherent value, like, based on whether or not something is funny versus something is dramatic. Because there's, like, plenty of, like, shitty dramas and great Mm -hmm. comedies, you know?
1: Yeah. The same with, like, horror, too. I feel like horror is not an appreciated genre when it comes to um you know uh, quality yeah or just art you know i mean it's appreciated in its circles it's massively popular yeah and it is like it's not like like in
0: academia at the very least yeah it's like if you look at texas chainsaw like there's a lot of writing Mm -hmm. about that movie specifically
1: absolutely listen to the
0: dead meat podcast episode on that
1: yeah, shout out, Dead Meat, we love you. Yeah,
0: I am trying to work... Um, Chelsea uh, Rebecca is, like, uh, a voice actress now, and I am actively trying to work with her, like, in the future. So, like...
1: Oh, nice.
0: This is, like, a, like I, I'm just, like, kind of, like, being a little, like, clout-chasey and being a little, like, name-droppy with the people I want to work with, but I...
1: You gotta, you gotta put that energy out there, man. You do, and it's
0: like, you know, if it does work out, I could, like, point back to this later and be like, ha, in your face, people who didn't believe in me.
1: <laughs>
0: I think I'm trying that's, to look... Isn't yeah. that
1: the reason we do anything?
0: That's true. I'll be, like, I'll be, like, a little transparent. I think, like, right now, like, my family's a little worried that I'm gonna be the family disappointment, but I... Mm. I'm I think going my to
1: family's be, made peace with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't care if they make peace with it. I'm, like gonna mm-hmm. prove them wrong and i'm gonna like make it and i'm gonna like do all this like crazy shit that like they think that i can't do
1: hell it? yeah dude yeah but the energy anyway. is immaculate absolutely um,
0: but anyway my favorite scene
1: <laughs> yeah your favorite scene tell me I, about my it my favorite scene. D- why it's my favorite scene think. yeah yeah well i mean you I were just...
0: well you were saying that your favorite scene was fuck that was like so long ago now i'm sorry i like i said no it's all good part. okay but my favorite no scene... my
1: favorite scene i already talked about it it was the 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 matching scenes that yeah yeah was... yeah. Yeah, right. yeah
0: yeah of course is there uh, before we like move on from that was there any points and we're probably going to talk about this more when i watch it but
1: yes we will was there Absolutely. any scenes
0: in which because like there's only one scene where you see peter's yuppie Coworkers workers who are his contemporaries like in the board mm-hmm. is there ever a scene where like you see that and it syncs up to patrick's yuppie like co-workers because there are a few like boardroom scenes in that like much more than in vampire's kiss but i feel like if it ever syncs up like there's mm-hmm. a lot to be to be gained from that you know
1: i don't think there is i didn't write it down okay I, so i don't i don't there was yeah, that's fine. Uh, anything of note happening there there might have been here's the thing the, it, there is a there is one flaw that comes with watching american psycho and vampires kiss at the same time mm. is it's kind of hard to divide your attention mm. really and... like watching
0: two movies at the same time is a little difficult <laughs> to focus on
1: <laughs> but also American Psycho is a really good movie and we haven't watched it 15 times. Yeah. So I also sometimes found myself just watching American Psycho. Mm, yeah. Um,
0: I mean, I but think then like
1: Vampire's Kiss would grab my attention because then like, you know, something would happen in the audio right. and I would like turn back and look, oh, like, oh, what's going on here? Or I would remember like, oh, something's happening. And I look over and see what's yeah. happening at this moment. And yeah, I, I might have missed it. Yeah. But I don't think there was anything that happened during right. the boardroom scene.
0: I know that this wasn't purposeful, but I think you, like, by saying that American Psycho is a good movie, you're implying that Vampire's Kiss is not, and I don't agree with you, and we'll move on from that, but... (laughs)
1: Let the record state, I think Vampire's Kiss is also a very good movie. It's just I've seen it 15 times. Do you think it's as good? Mm.
0: As American Psycho?
1: Hmm. because it's like, that's, I, hard. that's it, like, you're asking, you're hard. like asking me which of my children is my favorite. And I don't know yeah. how to answer that question in front of them.
0: I would you want to like, okay, so I think debates are stupid, because it's more about like, who can argue better than like, what is right. Yes. So I think like, for serious issues, like political stuff, like, it has its place, but it's not like the most like, productive, you know, mm-hmm. I think like, in, in discussing politics, we need to like, focus on being productive. And like, yes like, building towards, like, something relevant. Because, like, if we just, like... If we're just, like, debating about shit, like... If we're just, like, debating about, like, shit, like, uh... Like, trans women and women's sports and stuff, that I think that's distracting from the reality that, like, trans people are dying every day. So, like, I don't think we even, like, have time to, like, engage with that in, like, a debate format with, like, people Mm -hmm. on the right... But with stuff like this, which is a lot less lower stakes, I think we can get really crazy with the debates and stuff. Absolutely. So, do you want to, whose side do you want to be on? Because, like, I'll, like, I'll do my research and, like, on whatever Uh, side I am. But I'm, like, I'm ready.
1: uh, I mean, whoever chooses American Psycho is already at a disadvantage because we've seen the other movie, like, 15 times at this point.
0: I mean, but at the same time, I feel like you're you're coming with some. I mean, forgive me, That's Cassidy, true. but you're coming with me some with some bullshit about <laughs> like I mean this this show was your. I know, like I like we picked mm-hmm. this movie together, but this show was your idea, and like now you're being like, oh, I'm liking it a little bit less, and it's like, well, you're the uh, one who thought of this, dude. So, <laughs> whose side are you on?
1: that's so true i here's the thing i it's not that i'm liking the movie less or appreciating it less as like art it's just the process just, of it it's just the process of it can yeah like, I, I agree it, it was can wear on you. today yeah <laughs> yeah like like i i think i'm i'm a i'm a stark optimist i think i'm gonna come away from this experience still loving vampire's kiss yeah me too i think that I think that there's some time you we're gonna have to prepare ourselves for this where we're gonna we're gonna be in a dark place Mm. and we're gonna be like this movie fucking sucks I don't want to watch it anymore yeah but we've got to power through that because I think we're gonna transcend Mm. and it's gonna become like spiritual or something
0: you know Cassidy I think that like I see what you're saying but I think that Mm. is like feeding into a bit of the tortured artist like. And this, Mm -hmm. this process is like us kind of like flagellating ourselves at least a little bit mentally. Like you're not really, you probably shouldn't watch the same movie like 50 times over like once Mm -hmm. a week. Like, I don't think like in a very like literal medical sense, I don't think that's like the best for your mental health. However, in the past year, I think I've discovered that I'm like a positive nihilist. Like I don't think that anything Mm -hmm. matters. So I feel like in control of like the meaning in my own life. Yeah, And I feel like if I really try, like, I think... Because I haven't, like, not enjoyed... Like, every watch of this movie, I've liked it. Like, oh, same. Even, I think the ones yeah. that
1: I've enjoyed the least was the Morb Swap.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the three-hour one. And that's not, that's not Vampire's Kiss's fault. That's, like, that no. shitty movie's fault.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: that that shitty movie is the bad kind of, like, bad movie. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. it's so, it's so cor- corporatized and high-budget that there's, like, very little, like human it's safe. like it's safe it's like there's yeah. very like little like like the human error within vampire Kiss that makes it endearing like comes from them caring and comes with them trying mm-hmm. to make something funny like morbius is swings. just morbius was just made to make money and it was made yeah. with a, a psycho cult leader at the forefront and <laughs> yeah a doctor who actor who like just like made a bad choice with like this 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 specific thing you know what i mean like i think i think matt smith money. when he signed up he was just like, oh, "I'm going to be in a Marvel movie. That's that's smashing, you know, wonderful, you know." But it's like, <laughs> but it's like, no, this isn't a Marvel. Movie. This is a Sony movie, and he's like, "Oh, bugger, fuck, <laughs> shites," you know. Just like that. Yeah, I, I haven't watched Doctor Who in a little bit, so my Matt Smith may mm-hmm. be a little. But I was okay. I'm not going to shout out our uh, college because I have some shade for them, and like, they can if they forget my student loans, like maybe I'll like stop yeah. talking shit about them.
1: Then we'll then we'll forgive them.
0: Then we'll forgive them. But going to art school, like I thought that when Halloween came, because I'm a nerdy, excited kid, I thought Mm -hmm. that everyone was like gonna go like fucking crazy on Halloween Day, and I thought that if I didn't come with some shit, like I'd be embarrassing. So I had my cringy ass Matt Smith eleventh Doctor Doctor Who hot topic jacket and my bow tie, and I came into school on Halloween Day. It was like a Monday or some shit. Our freshman year. And I came dressed uh-huh. up, and I looked around, and all these fucking other art school kids were just in their regular outfits. And I was like, God, you guys are so fucking boring. Like,
1: I also, I think, had that same exact thought, actually.
0: Yeah. And, like, I saw, like, a few of, like, the kids who, like, I knew were going to be in animation, like, the next year, who were, like, dressed up. But, like, when I imagine going to art school, and, like, I think, like, maybe art school, like, is a little bit preppier a little bit like Mm -hmm. less uh a little less tumbler than like i was expecting but Mm -hmm. when you talked when i talked to the people there they were like oh like i was like oh you guys aren't gonna like dress up and they was like no the party was friday and i was like the party what about halloween you fucking dipshit like (laughs) fuck you
1: yeah you oh my god yeah so
0: like i hate that shit like i hated Mm -hmm. like a lot of the social environment at that school it just felt like high school part two freshman year at the very least yeah like i think yeah. like people are like too like into like trying to be cool and stuff and like i th- and like because of that they like can't admit that they like vampires kiss and it's like i fucking hate that bullshit
1: well they were all impressionable 18 year olds who true, were yeah. let out of the house for the first time you know they're not gonna get it right that's true but, but also a lot we're of them are, now yeah
0: but a lot of them were also snotty rich kids too if i'm being that's frank that's
1: also true and like Our i thought school had a lot yeah. of wealthy students
0: and it's like there's nothing inherently wrong about like being rich but i think growing up like that you grow up with like certain experiences that i think like mm-hmm. change you socially in the way that like working class people don't and i think in going to art school and being able to like afford it i was like am i one of the rich kids like am i like like am i like just like that much like higher like above like economically than the people around me but like i'm in student debt right now dude yeah. and like i come back to like my neighborhood and it's like I wasn't like those rich kids like i just like no i just have more debt than they do you know yeah and that's why yeah. i was able to be doctor who and like my art history teacher recommended it because like she was also a nerd i could tell but nice yeah i'm gonna like punk out that i still have that matt smith jacket like it's a little too small so i think i'm gonna rip off the sleeves and make it really punky because it's tweed but hell yeah But Vampire's Kiss, you know... uh,
1: Vampire's Kiss. um, How are we going to
0: wrap it back around? Because we could totally do that. Uh, Uh,
1: I think you were going to tell me your favorite scene.
0: Oh, my favorite... Yes, my favorite scene was... uh, Well, it wasn't even my favorite scene. It was specifically, like, this...
1: It was your standout for this watch. It was a
0: standout moment, specifically. Because, like, I... It was my favorite scene, and then like the alphabet scene started again, and I'm like, "God damn, this really is my favorite fucking scene. Every single that's fucking like, time." That's like that's
1: like the eclipse of the movie. It like really nothing is. gets better than that.
0: No, absolutely. Like there's no going back after that point. Like you, no. like you realize, like oh, this Peter guy, like he really is like crazy. Like he's something's super-
1: going on with this guy.
0: Like he's like he's beyond therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but. But before that, when he was, like, you know, he's pissed off at Alva and he chases her into the bathroom. It's not, like, mm-hmm. and I mean, that whole sequence is very well done. But, like, specifically, the like, the Alva, Alva, Alva. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I think that just shows how childish he is and, like, how angry he is. And, like, the fact that he goes to the lengths to be, like, being that uncouth in his workplace. Yeah. I think it speaks to his character, his social status. And the fact that he jumps and his theatricality because he like jump literally jumps onto her desk and chases her into the women's bathroom. Like it really makes wow. you think, you know, that's like as dramatic as anything that Patrick Bateman does.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember and maybe I'm just drawing parallels in my mind
0: about like what was happening th- at the same time.
1: Yeah, I think maybe uh, I, I think I'm definitely wrong about this. But I just, my, my brain is just connecting their stories. So, like, I that's what I think is going on. Yeah. I think maybe during that scene, that's when Patrick was talking to Jean mm-hmm. and telling her not to wear that outfit that she wore again and wear, oh, like, yeah. a dress and high heels.
0: Yeah. Show some butt cheek, you know. That, that was implied, yeah. not said. But...
1: No, yeah. But he was, ba- he was, like, just saying, like, don't wear that again. You're prettier than that. And also wear high heels. I like high heels.
0: Yeah. I mean... yeah. There, I mean, his, his relationship, like Alva to, what's her name?
1: Uh, Jean? Second,
0: Jean, yes. Yeah. Jean, it's been a little while. But, I mean, their relationships to the, I mean, like, obviously, like, it's like a workplace, like, boss-secretary mm-hmm. relationship. But, yeah. I mean, in the way that I think both, the, the American Psycho admittedly, like, better and more pointed in its social commentary about this, but... Yeah. In dealing with the themes of like abusive like men like towards like women of lower status in the
1: workplace, mm-hmm. like I
0: think they're very similar in that way for sure. Very similar. Uh, Patrick is a lot nicer to Gene than
1: yeah, uh, and you know Which that's is crazy because he's less nice to everyone else. Yeah, like he's
0: certainly more of a murderer than than Peter is. Peter has like yeah. one body count, and then he's like, I can't handle it anymore. The kills, yeah, like, you know.
1: Yeah, it fully melts down.
0: Yeah, like, Patrick would, like, happily, like, kill a million other people, like, and Mm -hmm. just keep doing it. But, and uh, going back to Dead Meat, like, watching Chelsea's breakdown, which is one of my favorite kill counts, I think it's, like...
1: It's a good one.
0: I mean, I think the kill count, like, from the very beginning has been good, but I think the more that they've added, like, research and, like, talked about the themes and stuff...
1: Agreed. And, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. That's where I actually learned that thing about Willem Dafoe was from that video.
0: Yeah, totally. And, like, I learned, like, a ton of shit from, like, the podcast, too, and I think... I really hope that Chelsea, like, does more kill counts, because I think it adds a lot. Mm -hmm. And, like, also, just, like, doing it all by yourself is, like, a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know... Her being, like, a woman, like, adds, like, an extra perspective to be talking about this feminist movie about misogynists and stuff. Yeah. But, what was I saying? Like, I was relating to, like, her talking about...
1: Uh, Women in the workplace, being abused by men in power.
0: Yeah, but, oh yeah, but, like, Patrick's, like, thought process in, like, the hierarchy of women, like, Chelsea was Mm -hmm. talking about it, about how, like, at the end when he has the option to kill her, like... He has his one, like, moment of humanity where he's like, I feel that if, like, you stay any longer, I might do something, I might hurt you, and, like, I don't want to do that. And yeah. you think about, like, it's, it's confusing because it's, like, he's killed so many people at this point. It's, like, why why would he do that? When, like, he with literally, all
1: these... like, yeah, there's, like, literally a head in the fridge as he's having the scene with her of yeah, a different woman.
0: Of a different woman. But, like, the thing is, is that, like, that woman, you know, and I'm not saying that, like, their social status matters, like, everyone's, like, equal in that sense, but in the Mm -hmm. mind of Patrick Bateman and his hierarchy of society, Mm -hmm. a prostitute will, like, always be of less value than someone like Gene, who is a little bit, like, higher economically, like, at least, like, you you have a function to me, like, you're my secretary, you know what I mean?
1: Someone who has a job. Because he even has that whole monologue with the homeless guy that he kills. He's like, you need to get a job.
0: Yeah. Like, there is, like, he has... I mean, he's not just, like, mindlessly killing people. Like, he has a... He has a it's philosophy a weird, and a thought process. Yeah.
1: And, like... A Wall Street thought process. A Wall
0: Street. And, like, when I say it makes sense, like, yeah, I'm not saying, like, it makes sense and, like, that you should live your life in that, but, like, it makes sense for someone like him to think that way. Yeah. Like, it's like like think...
1: It's very specific and very, like, um... Like, cohesive... Not co Coherent?
0: Coherent. Yeah, it is. It's, like... He could, like, I mean, Patrick, if he was a real person, like, he would write a manifesto and, like, incels Mm. could make, like, a, a you know, like, a whole, like, a religion based on it, you know what I mean? Like, the the problems that lead Patrick, like, Wall Street yuppies to kill prostitutes and murder homeless people but not kill their secretary, like, I think very directly, like, relates to the structures that patriarchy establishes, like, within society about, like, women's, like, roles. Because, like... Jean, like, she is. She has, like, higher status than, like, a prostitute. But she's still working a subservient role, which, like, works within yeah. patriarchy. But, like, a, a prostitute, like, is a little, like, more gray with that. So, like, in the mm. eyes of, like, someone who's grown up with that and, like, is rich and, like, values people, like, less because of, like, their their social status. Like, it makes sense that, like, it's, like, less bad to kill a hooker than to kill yeah. your secretary you know yeah but a little dark we're going but these are dark movies you know at the
1: same i mean time. yeah like they're fun they're very <laughs> they're both... funny but yeah i think vampire's kiss is markedly funnier than um american psycho and i don't think american psycho is trying to be funny too often but it is
0: i think i disagree with you i think that american... oh really When I watched, because, like, initially when I watched it, I didn't really know, like... I know that there's funny bits, but Mm -hmm. I thought it was just, like, edgy people, like, taking, like, serious stuff and just making it funny. But Mm -hmm. upon watching it, like, I expected it to be a lot more horror. But I think when you take it into account, like, it's a lot more, like, of a dark comedy than it is a horror movie.
1: Oh, sure, yeah.
0: Like, there's a lot of horror stuff, but... I think it's trying to be funny and like pointed about its Social commentary more than it's trying to scare you, but it's that dark humor that is scary because it's a reflection of like a really seedy part of our society.
1: Yeah. Also, also the, the, the business card scene is just timeless.
0: Yeah. It's hilarious. I mean like there's like, okay. Like not, not to turn this into the American psycho uh, podcast, but I think like even within like the film language of like how it depicts murder, I think American Psycho is not like like it's more responsible than like your average Tarantino movie or your average like Game yeah. of Thrones like even if like there is like sexual assault in American Psycho like they will cut it to the next day and they will like imply it like when yeah, they show it's, yeah
1: it's not gratuitous it's not gratuitous
0: but and the times that it is gratuitous like you think about his victims like you think it's like okay so like it's like, you start with, I think the first one is that homeless person, then you move on to, yep. like, the prostitutes, the sex workers, and then uh, Paul Allen, of course, and then you Paul look Allen. at, the, yeah. like, the random cops and people on the street who are just, like, faceless, and, like, arguably, like, he didn't, he may have not even killed those people, like, it may, like... Yeah, that might have all am-
1: been just a... In his a mind. psychotic break. Yeah, which is like an interpretation which,
0: you could take the entire movie in,
1: but happens at the same time as Peter goes to the the club that, and bites oh, that girl. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely.
0: That's. I mean, like, and fucking, I hate you, but you've you've done it again, Bruce Campbell. You fucking
1: piece of shit, Bruce Campbell.
0: Yeah, like I think I mean like movies are structured in a certain way because of like because of like you know,
1: uh huh.
0: I mean, like, in screenwriting, you learned about the hero's journey and stuff, right?
1: Sure. Wait, what does Bruce Campbell have to do with that?
0: I think that, I mean, like, the way that, like, most Hollywood movies are, like, in a three-act structure, you know? Like, obviously, Uh there's, like, different things. But it makes sense that, like, purely in a structural sense, it makes sense that, like, you put these, like, certain, like, plot points here. And so it makes sense that certain things, like, sync up. You know what I mean? Yes. Anyway so bruce Campbell. i'm just
1: wait fault. i'm sorry i think i why is that bruce campbell's fault though?
0: well because like we're taught like screenwriting like 101 to like believe in the hero's journey and stuff and i think like it's yeah. making like i think these two are like good stuff that do, do follow three-act structure probably but mm-hmm. i think that like only focusing like thinking that that's the only way is like very negative uh do you watch maggie Mayfish at all
1: no but i see where you're coming from hang on i must ask are you talking about Bruce Campbell from The Evil Dead? Oh
0: no no no. Joseph Campbell Wait, what's his name? He-
1: Joseph Campbell
0: Okay. Wait. Was- yeah.
1: Yeah, because I was fully on board with what you were saying, but you said Bruce Campbell and I'm like No, wait, no, he's what does a he Did do? he write? He- I didn't think he wrote. I am sure he writes, but I'm sure, but No,
0: I mean uh, Bruce Campbell like is the opposite of what is his name? Mm-hmm. What's the hero's journeys guy's name?
1: Um
0: Is it Joseph Campbell? Like I don't give a shit you know i think that yeah. might be it i don't know i think it's campbell is like definitely his last name but mm-hmm. the guy who wrote the uh, the hero's journey like the monomyth that guy uh yeah. if you if you guys if the audience like hasn't seen maggie mayfish's uh video essay on that very good and like it's been something that's been on my mind for a long time but she talks about how like the idea of the hero's journey is kind of like fundamentally like structured in the I in like the the whitewashing of like different yeah. cultures because it's like because mm-hmm. he's like oh you know it's like the male hero and like he does this and like you look at you look at uh, Gilgamesh and you look at Hamlet and you look at Star yeah. Wars and it it all makes sense but it's like but like people like David Lynch like doesn't fit into that and no. like like Native American stories that like don't center necessarily around like white men don't really fit perfectly into that, into that structure.
1: But yeah. like,
0: it's a very conservative idea to feel that we can. And I think Hollywood, like after that, him releasing that and like after screenwriting after that, like fundamentally mm-hmm. like has been structured to be about the three act structure. Cause it works. It works yeah, very I mean, well. You know,
1: every screenwriting class you or me had to take, you yeah. know, that was that was in the curriculum. That was, like, yeah. the structure we all had to follow.
0: Right. And it's, like, I... And, you know, my screenwriting teacher, she, she wasn't bad or anything. Like, Sheila was, like, life is not about a three-act structure. Like, take it what you will, but, like, if you want to make, like, a, a well-structured Hollywood movie, this works, you know? And, mm. like, just because you follow the three-act structure doesn't mean it's a bad movie. But I think in adhering to it so much, it leads stuff to being, like, movies that were made 20 years apart, like Vampire's Kiss and American Psych, which are already very similar, can have, like, a very, like, identical structure so that they could sync up because yeah. we, we grow, we are, like, taught to, like, be within this structure. You know what I mean?
1: That's but what I mean. I would also, yeah, no, I agree. But I would also counterpoint and say that they're not I don't know if they necessarily follow a hero's journey. Mm-hmm. I think they do follow a three X structure to right. a degree. I think there yeah. is, you know, inciting incident. I don't even mm-hmm. know about inciting incident in the case of Patrick Bateman. Well I mean crossing but the, the threshold
0: is, though, like is like Yeah. It's so but, like, I mean I sorry to stop you there. Because like no, I yeah, I, I, agree, I agree with you, but I think the thing mm-hmm. about why everything like seems to work in the the hero's journey and the three-act structure not just because we've been taught to follow it but also it's all so vague that like it can apply to anything you know what i mean
1: yes it's like uh it's like you know uh horoscopes you know yeah yeah they're like they're worded vaguely enough that like you could put that's how they're designed they're like you put the meaning of right. what's whatever's going on in your life onto the horoscope absolutely what is your makes sign? sense pisces that was a
0: very pisces thing to say <laughs> see see it just it just works like you can just say shit like that
1: uh, and I, i'm not gonna dispute you yeah
0: i'm a leo though and like all that stuff works for me so like
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'm like i'm a lot less aggro about it like i had an edgy phase where i was just like all these fucking witchy people annoy the shit out of me. They keep telling me, <laughs> they keep telling me that like I'm like this and that. I don't like it. I don't like labels. <laughs> but now I'm just like whatever. Like the yeah, the homosexuals have broken me down and co-opted <laughs> me. And it's like yeah, I'm a I'm a fucking Leo sun Scorpio moon. Whatever, like
1: I think that I'm works. A... I think I'm a, either a Scorpio Moon or Scorpio Rising. Yeah. I'm one of those two. I don't I, remember. I haven't yeah. looked at my co-star since I made it.
0: Yeah. Speaking of co-stars, our ex-co-star Annika and I, like, I think we're born within the same hour. So I think we have, like, almost yes. all the same star signs. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. And, like, we, I think we are pretty similar. So, like, I think, you know, and I don't think astrology isn't based on nothing. Like, it is based, there is, like, certain... hmm Like, people are, like, oh, I don't believe in astrology, but I believe in the Myers-Briggs test, but, like, the Myers-Briggs test is based on, like, a lot of, like, previous structural stuff that the astrology has established, and it's very old. Like, it's been around for many, many years, and, like, you don't have to follow everything to it, but, like, it's Mm. a lot more credible than I initially thought in terms of, like, its history and, like, its application. Absolutely. But but also, it is vague in a lot of ways, and, like... I mean, like, it's, the, the human it's experience just is fun, very universal, you know? It's just for yeah. fun. It's just for fun. It's
1: a fun thing to talk about. It's a fun thing to read into. It's a fun yeah. thing to let your mind sort of just play around in.
0: Yeah. But, like, in when I was in high school, like, it annoyed me when, like, I met people and they are like, oh, I wouldn't date, like, a Scorpio because of, like, my sign. And then it's like, well, I think that's a little Those far. people
1: are red flags, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: But
1: um, what, what do you think Peter
0: and Patrick are?
1: Do they have canon birthdays,
0: you think? I feel like we could just give... I feel like we could just, like, make... We
1: just say whatever based on their...
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I think... Because, like, what like I didn't enjoy about uh, horoscopes and, like, zodiac signs was that... I felt that I was being told, like, how to figure it out. But, like, now Mm. that I'm noticing, like, similar things among my friends who... Like, I know a lot of Leos, I know a lot of Scorpios, and I, lot, I know a lot of, like, Sagittarius's, And I see, like, the similarities between them Yeah, that, like, are very distinct. And it's like, okay, there's a little bit more to this.
1: I don't know as many of the signs as I should. I know mine, yeah. I know Taurus, and I know Libra. Yeah. And I know of Gemini.
0: Well, you know... And I know a little yeah. bit about Leo. You know... Well, I mean, you know me, you know Annika, you know Moby. Yeah. so, like, take with that, yeah. if you will. But, uh... Okay, what sign is Nicolas Cage? Because I think we could just add that to Peter. Peter <laughs> star sign. Yeah. I just if like my like edgy, like stupid, like uh fucking anarcho libertarian, atheist, like teenage version of me saw me fucking podcasting about Nicolas Cage's star sign in a movie, I feel like he'd be so disgusted with me. <laughs> 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 but, you know, that's that's character development. That's you know, like I'm better you off. You may for be it.
1: cringe, but you may be you are free that's true i was you know
0: because i was cringe back then but i was like repressing it you know yeah and that's not good
1: we've always been cringe but now we're we're at peace with it you know
0: yeah that's i mean that's why that's why peter like killed himself in the end because like he couldn't embrace his cringe he
1: he absolutely couldn't yeah
0: and he just like bottled it up until like he couldn't hold it back anymore and he just had to go on this like psychotic vampire fantasy this whole time yeah uh anyway i think i kind of am turning into a vampire though like in a lot of ways
1: yeah i notice all your blinds are closed
0: yeah um i like i like staying up until four in the morning and then going to bed when the sun rises and uh mm-hmm. i've been more irritable and like i've been getting i mean i actually have been getting tanner now but it's like but also like the sun has been like ni- it's been 90 degrees in new york like every single day for the past two weeks so like I've just been avoiding the sun because it's like very. It just like it's not good for you, you know. But well,
1: let's we'll talk uh, about that more later. Yeah, on the next be sure episode. to let me know. Yeah, if you're if you're getting hungry for blood, we'll we'll, we'll call someone. We'll call someone about that one.
0: Uh, I I might just uh, want to meet you in person.
1: Oh, okay. I won't read into that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any uh, Dream recommendations? Of me, my darling. Uh, <laughs> uh
0: recommendations.
1: I have one if you uh if you let don't me, have any.
0: Let me think about it for a little bit and then like I'll get back to you.
1: Sure. Uh while you're thinking about that, I will come at you hot with one. I uh I watched last week I went to a video store like a dirty hipster and mm-hmm. I rented um some movies, and one of those movies that I watched, I really enjoyed it. Uh, one of those movies was called lord of illusions it's Mm. a clive barker movie Mm. um about this like these like uh it's about like this cult of magicians that like are trying to resurrect this one magician who is super powerful and um it's kind of about this like dirtbag detective played by uh scott bacula who is like investigating this yeah his
0: name is bacula
1: yeah his name is bacula wow yeah. And he's
0: in
1: a damn. Yeah. That's awesome. He he's in a lot of stuff. Um but yeah, it's, it's 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 about him and he's investigating like these disappearances of, and murders of these people. Or no, he's like investigating this one thing in LA, but then he stumbles upon this like evil wizards plot and it's like it's really it's it's like a really fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um and it's kind of hilarious because it's like he is ve- it, like very much follows the like beats Of like a detective movie, like a like an eighties and seventies detective movie, you know. Um, But then occasionally, an evil wizard will show up and like cast a spell at him, Uh and so and so then it's like this dirt, like this like detective with like a revolver, being like, "What the fuck, a wizard?" And then like not knowing what to do about
0: it. That's really fun. Wait, what is this called?
1: It's called Lord of Illusions by Clive Barker. It's a It's very good.
0: I think I need to like read and watch more Clive Barker because I think like this the supernatural like kind of surreal horror that I'm going for like is probably like you yeah
1: yeah you should watch Nightbreed. Nightbreed is also very good. Okay, Clive Barker is a
0: Nightbreed, right?
1: Yes, Clive Barker puts like. A lot of allegories for stuff in his movies yeah. Nightbreed is absolutely an allegory for like gay bars being yeah, raided yeah, yeah. by police right that's great
0: I think uh, as a side note and I have my recommendations but I think the reason why like people don't take horror as seriously is because I think people like are a little too literal in their media interpretations yes. and I think it's getting worse because of the internet oh it's because of, like, 100% worse of, I think like, it's also
1: getting worse because of how like Marvel movies are consumed and yeah. analyzed Yeah, I think it's... It's like like, rotted people's brains to think everything should be connected and explained.
0: Yeah, I think in, like, the micro and the macro sense, like, the problem with, like, media... Like, the the public's, like, wider, like, media literacy, because Martin Scorsese talked about it, like, the public isn't really media literate as, like, they used to be just because of... Mm -hmm. I mean, we are in some some ways because of the internet, but, like, it's different, because we have shit like CinemaSins and, like, nitpicky YouTube videos, and we also have the Disney Corporation actively, like homogenizing art you Mm -hmm. know like in like trying to you know they're not all bad like they're good artists who work at disney but like the disney corporation like profits from undemocratizing like the the movie and media industry as a whole but the reason why people don't take horror seriously is because and people think the dramas like are better is because dramas are like very literal in the way that they represent stuff but horror's advantage is that it's allowed to like with stuff like Pan's Labyrinth, you know. Yeah. Like it is it's able to take the allegory and like the the otherworldliness of horror to represent the like the dark underbelly of our reality. Because Absolutely. like all these all these stories and myths, like it's not about like fucking like like Greek myths like aren't like literally about gods and stuff. It's about like our hubris, it's about like our interpretations mm-hmm. of nature and stuff and like I think that you really got to like deliteralize your brain and just like kind of accept stuff like because then it allows you to make higher concept stuff that is metaphorical while still being like about very like real stuff like stuff like berserk you know stuff like absolutely labyrinth stuff like that yeah you know but my recommendations (laughs) are i like uh dude i'm like I'm like really ADD. Like I'll be on. Like I've like I think I've always been, but like now that I'm on Prozac, like I I can like organize stuff better. But I'm also just like going a mile a minute. But I recommend Blackula because Blackula is also yes,
1: like, love that movie.
0: Amazing movie. Uh, mm-hmm. black exploitation movies are like in general are like fucking bangers. Like really fun.
1: I think uh, we watched Blackula together actually. We did. We did. Yeah, I'd,
0: I'd love to watch it in the theater. Honestly,
1: yes, agreed.
0: Because like Blackula, you know you hear it it's like oh it's like a stupid it's like just black dracula it's like it's not just black dracula like he is he was uh an african king like fighting slavery who was like bit Mm -hmm. by dracula and released into the modern world like there's a lot of like metaphors about like people of color and like about subjugation and about Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like horror metaphors that are like lent to that while it's still being a very fun movie So you should watch it, and you should watch the Kill Con afterwards, because I haven't finished it yet because I want to rewatch it, the movie, before I watch it, but there's always a lot of stuff to come from there, and I recommend Reservation Dogs, not Reservoir Dogs, but Reservation Dogs. I need uh, to
1: finish that show.
0: I've only seen the first two episodes, but immediately I'm like... Mm -hmm. I feel like we're seeing, like, a newer wave of, like, better representation of, like, people of color and, like, queer people, and, like it's been like a slow incremental change and there's like a lot of work to be done still but yeah you're starting to see like i think like fucking like 30 years ago you wouldn't see like a story about like punk native kids like just trying to like make it in like the rap industry and like trying to move to california and that's what reservation dogs is and it's very good and it's very funny and like it mixes like the surreal as well as like still being grounded in real issues and stuff and it's Mm -hmm. very much worth your time it's directed by or not direct it's like produced by taika Waititi. uh i don't think the cast has been in like a lot of big things before that but they're all like very solid like all the oh yeah and also it's like uh, yeah yeah and also if you don't watch the good native american show that like is very accessible like when it comes out i'm sorry but you're part of the problem so (laughs) if unless you unless you don't have hulu then pirate it i guess but like Watch yeah. it later, you know, like try to try to support like the good do, shit.
1: Yeah, do do watch this. Buy it on Blu ray.
0: Buy it on because it's like they're they're gonna make like fifty more seasons of Young Sheldon, and you're gonna be like <laughs> you the audience <laughs> member are gonna be like, Oh god, why don't they make stuff besides Young Sheldon? But you didn't watch Reservation Dogs, so it's like you're you part of the vote problem, with your dude. Views. You gotta vote with your views. Like you, you only have to vote with
1: your views and vote with your dollars.
0: Mm hmm. Like you can't like take the you know i mean if it gets canceled and you don't watch it it's not your fault but like mm-hmm. i think like actively like trying to like well what little like i can do and like what little i can like and also like i think you're by not enjoying like the the more diverse parts of art like you're limiting your your own perspectives and you're just like you're you're missing out like it's like a disservice yeah. to yourself like i think that like
1: it's a you're great way have, to expand the mind and it's
0: yeah but also like it's it's fun you know like yeah apart from like the series stuff like the, you're it's hard to find good shit you know what i mean like because there's mm-hmm. a million young sheldons out there and like that's all you see <laughs> on the fucking like mta you know yeah they're not like oh, i mean man, there's, yeah. there's some stuff for like reser- reservation dogs and stuff but it's yeah. hard to find stuff like that generally but we are living in times where that's more accessible than ever. And like, you got to get on that.
1: Get on that folks. You heard yeah. it first. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to do before... that. With my should too, also. Oh yeah, absolutely. So very um, self interested, interested. You got to be these days. Um, before we get into plugs, um, I am just going to say this cause it, it, it was a thought I had and I didn't get to put it anywhere, yeah. but uh, I've been watching Riverdale and Ooh. there was a character named yeah. Brett Re- Brett Weston Wallace for like a whole season.
0: <laughs> Whoa, what did he do?
1: Uh he was a preppy rich kid. He okay. um he like masterminded Jughead like getting killed. Okay. Qu- so Riverdale quote. is just
0: like it's just good, right? It's just like bad good stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, you know what? As someone who is in season 5 right now, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Riverdale's good. And and that's meaning- all I'm going to talk about yeah. Riverdale. I cannot get into this or I will talk for like 20 more minutes and I have to okay. go to work. So right, right. we got we to wrap River- this up.
0: We can talk about Riverdale in like a separate podcast maybe.
1: Yes. Yes, I agree. A Riverdale cast.
0: I haven't started it. You want to start a podcast where like I watch like one episode, like a few episodes and then we talk about it like afterwards. Sure. Because like, I have fresh eyes and stuff.
1: Yes. Yes, I do.
0: Okay. So yeah, we should wrap up. So like, what do you want to do? Yeah.
1: Um, you know, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Cassadoodles, Mm -hmm. uh, spelled how it sounds. Um, you know, I'm still working on that D&D slasher adventure. I'm still doing this and that. I write sometimes, uh, nothing really going on with me yet. Um, also, you know, follow our, our, our podcast, Twitter at game real pod, um, that's about it that's all I got what you got for us Matt
0: um so I'm in like development phase right now I don't know if I told the pod before this but I think you did I lost my job I'm Mm -hmm. unemployed I'm I'm not on the streets I'm doing okay I'm gonna apply for unemployment today but I I'm going to and all at the same time it's gonna sound like a lot but like it all relates to each other but I am starting a YouTube channel where I'm going to put like whatever I want, but also like a lot of like video essay, media analysis stuff, like what Mm -hmm. we do here. And that'll be, uh, uh, MK Stoker on YouTube. Nice. Um, I'm working on a comic with Moby. Like I just started the production notebook and we're very early in, but like in the next few years, like that will definitely come out and that'll be called how low can a punk get, uh, i don't know where i'm gonna put that like my sister keeps telling me like put it on webtoons but like i want like full creative control like and So like i don't really want to have to rely on like the obtuse media structures like that who like might like sense because like it's gonna be like a lot of shit and like i don't yeah. want to be censored with like what kind of eye i can depict and all that stuff and like i don't care about like commerciality because i don't think like you get like good shit out of that yeah uh, i i'm making clothes i've i've found like a bunch of people that like i'm are gonna ask to help me do that and help me sew and stuff Nice. but uh that'll be a depop and i guess an etsy and like maybe like a, a shopify and that'll be called dead by delicious uh
1: nice i am <laughs> dead by delicious <laughs> yeah i love that it'll
0: be like dead comma by delicious you know
1: nice nice uh
0: i am not to i I, i'm a little arrogant but like i am delicious you know like i think you are
1: delicious i mean like i can
0: yeah thank you thank you
1: yeah i will i will i will co-sign that co-sign that was some real shit you said
0: yeah i mean like i'm trying not to get like such a big head about it and like it's hard like when i know you grow up with like a lot of insecurity issues and then like you come into yourself and your confidence Mm -hmm. and like balancing like like the self-aggrandizing humor with like the self-deprecating stuff but like yeah I don't know. I'm just trying to have fun. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just fun. Yeah. So, that uh, I'll be promoting all of this stuff on Twitter uh, at lowercase x, uppercase x, underscore s3xy. Is there not another underscore or a space or anything? Mm-hmm. Underscore, an underscore d3vil. Is there another underscore? I think so. There might be an underscore, uppercase x, lowercase x. Uh, I'm not gonna change it because it's like I just like I don't want to compromise in life anymore. But oh, <laughs> w- that it'll be linked in like the game reel like uh, bio. Yes, by yeah.
1: Actually, I should update our site. I haven't updated our site in a while, but yeah. I think I'm gonna update it with like all the stuff.
0: Yeah, I'll have. I think like I'll help you with that stuff too. But like I'm mm-hmm. just like my. But you should nice. have the login. Yeah, I. It's been a while, but like I, you, you we'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, figure it out. But we'll so, play around. So. I'll be promoting all that stuff on Twitter. So if you want to see what I'm at, like, that's the best place for me to promote my stuff. And I'm going to have a Twitch that will probably be MK Stoker. And I plan on doing sewing streams, like maybe some game stuff. I'll probably be playing music. Uh, I was thinking about DJing stuff and figuring out how to do that.
1: Yes, you know what? I'm going to shout out a t- a Twitch streamer right now just yeah that you might like. Look up Dial Jess. She is very cool. She is a DJ. Yeah.
0: For sure. I'll look that up. Um if you're in like the New York area and like you you're around like the fucking queer Brooklyn-y like gamer clubs, uh if Trans Kafka is playing a set, uh you should see Trans Kafka cuz <laughs> she's very good and I only saw one set, but it was just, like... She played, like, a 100 Gex remix of Potion Cellar. Like...
1: Oh, my God. And, like,
0: that's my niche, you know what I mean? That's
1: good. That's really good. Yeah.
0: So, see that shit. That's also a recommendation, but... Yeah,
1: we're back into the recommendations again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but basically, like, uh, you know, Cassidy has his D&D stuff. Follow us both on Twitter uh Cassie will be helping me with like the youtube stuff like when the time comes but keep your be eyes the, up. yeah but there'll be the youtube stuff the twitch stuff the the clothes stuff that you could buy on depop and etsy and oh uh, yeah but the comic and also i i'm starting a musical project called shockadelica uh i met my producer he's like a friend nice. of mine from middle school but we're seeing each oh, other yeah. next week so we're probably gonna start demoing stuff so that'll come with I don't know, like, how long that'll take, but, like, there'll be, like, bits and pieces being, like, teased, like, for the next year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And also, um,
0: also, yeah. this fucking podcast, because I think we're doing a very good job of this shit, We're you doing
1: know? We're doing big things.
0: Like, in terms of recommendations, like, show this shit to your friends, you know what I mean? Like, don't gatekeep. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing's about, like, you shouldn't gatekeep anything, you know?
1: Please don't gatekeep us, please. We can't afford that. Yeah, we
0: also have a lot of student debt, so it's like it's yes. really fucked up of you for you to fucking gatekeep <laughs> us, you piece of shit. Like, but also, really... thank
1: you for listening, those of you who are.
0: Yeah, I'm talking to you, John. Stop gatekeeping <laughs> yeah. us. I'll send this to my friend John later. Yeah, like, me too. I mean, I'm, when I say John, I mean like the 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 royal John, like the John, like mm-hmm. the the universal like silly guy that who I think is our demographic. Like talking to you, share this shit. Cause it's gonna get better, like after this, also.
1: Yes, and maybe shorter, cause we've been talking for an hour and twenty minutes now. <laughs> yeah, this is the longest um, episode. This is for sure the longest episode, but we had a lot to say. Absolutely, and a lot to and plug, it, which yeah, yeah. It was we were... all relevant too, also. Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Like we got on tangents, but like it relates to the themes of like vampires kiss. Absolutely.
1: That's what this show's all about, baby. But I gotta go to work. Oh um, yeah, yeah. So fucking sell out. I know, you know, I'm I'm shackled to money still. Unfortunately, you should be making
0: content, you fucking internet monkey. Like, go <laughs> back to go back to your computer, monkey. Type on your keyboard, monkey. Ooh ah, ooh ah, you know.
1: Uh, I'll I'll get right back to it. I promise. I just have All to right. r- do this eight hour shift real quick. Yeah, have um, a banana also. Yes, yes, it's very important. Important source of potassium. Absolutely. Um. Anyway, I've been I've been Cassidy. Uh. Bye bye, y'all
0: Uh uh-huh i've been mad i'm gonna go by mateo and like you can still call me Matt. like everyone like it doesn't really matter but you know that's what the m stands for nice bye-bye
1: bye so
0: long